Good morning. It's Jen the Builder. And Corey. And you are listening to Take the Elevator this Monday. Ah, yes. Oh, yes. (laughs) Oh, yes to Monday, the beginning of another week. Corey, I had such a great time last week, and I just wanted to start off with sharing some highlights. Awesome. Let's go. All right. So last week, really important day was Friday, and that was National Wear Red Day, and it's in support of women and heart disease. And we looked at the numbers, and it's quite shocking, appalling, disturbing my heart breaks yeah, for those stats. It's an astronomical number. I was looking at this website called GoRedForWomen.org. Mm-hmm. And it states that one in three women will die each year of heart disease. It also goes on to say that um, up to 13 million Americans alive have some form of congenital heart defect. And at least nine of every 1,000 infants will have some form of a heart defect. Wow. So we had an awesome huddle on Friday at the team, and it was led by one of our team members in an elevator who actually has been on Take the Elevator, and his name is Vichai, and he just reminded us about heart health. And one of the main things he drove home with was make sure to see your PCP regularly. Uh, We did a whole segment in January about self-care. Just want to emphasize the simple things that we can do as women every day. That's taking walks, primarily outside if you can, 30 minutes a day. And I'm on that, ladies, with you. That's something I don't do. I've been really in the house, very sedentary, but let's do it. Let's see our PCPs. Let's make those visits and eat better. Stop smoking and promote heart health. Yeah. Every day. One of the cool national days, send a card to a friend on February 7th, which was Sunday. And then there are things circling around the send a card to a friend day, like kite flying day, brownie day, even that's a thing. Just had the Super Bowl yesterday. So kind of wanted to talk about all the good things, all the sweet things in life and lead that into another conversation. Sweet, sweet, sweet. I used to love chocolate so much. Oh my goodness. I could eat a whole pan of brownies. It was insane. And that's probably why I don't eat them today. Right. <laughs> Speaking of brownies, last night we fell asleep to Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory. We sure did. And I hadn't seen that movie in so long. And I just realized like, wow, I didn't remember this scene. Oh, I didn't remember that scene. And then I'm singing the songs. I got a golden ticket. Right. <laughs> and so it's always fun to go back in time to the things that we enjoyed and the things that just bring smiles on our faces. So I want to share in particular, send a card to a friend, you know, and that's going to speak loudly to me. Yeah. I love cards. I love writing. I love friendships. And Corey, I've just witnessed you and your friendships over the weekend. And I have to say, it was such a good treat to see you and your friends flow and see those relationships build. Yeah, I got some pretty cool people that I call friends. And they know that if I'm calling them friend, that I mean that because I I don't take that word lightly. That is a very serious word. It's almost as serious as love. Love is a little bit more serious, but when you call someone friend, that means something to me. I don't call everyone friend. How would you define a friend? Oh, man. Friend for me would be someone that you can call on anytime. Like if the phone ring at four o'clock in the morning and it's one of my friends, I'm picking up. And if there's something that is needed or wanted or desired, I'm going to do my best to make that happen, whether I think they need it or not. Just because once you've been deemed a friend in my mind, I'm going to treat you like I treat myself. 
Love that. From my point of view, as far as friendship, this is what I wrote down and I saw this somewhere. So this isn't mine. It's a friend not related by blood who shares a bond that transcends time, space and distance. Some of the traits include listening and fully understanding without judgment or solution, knowing the right thing to say, sharing things like your belongings or desserts even, and regularly reminding one another of their beauty. And I think that just speaks uh, for female friendships, at least for me. Yeah. And so I had a memory of just recently, maybe two years ago is what I'm saying when I say just recently, a friend of mine sent a card my way and there were pictures from before and it was just so serendipitous Okay. to go back in time and recall, oh my gosh, like that picture was taken this day. This is what happened on that day. And I remember what we said after the picture, during the picture. And so it was just good to see. Yeah. I also noticed something about you and I and our friendships. Mm -hmm. We tell our friends we love them. Yeah, we do. Yeah. We do. And that's something that we don't say lightly either No, to people. Here's to friends. Try to send a card to a friend. It makes them feel really special and hopefully it'll bring back good memories. Every Today, we're changing the format a little bit. We've been doing the passion facts about Black history, Corey, and Mm -hmm. some of the things that you've shared. So we wanted to highlight it because it's crazy. It's already, what, February 8th, and I don't want this month to go by, and we didn't do Black History Month justice. Absolutely. So we're going to keep it in line with photos, and you came across a very interesting article, and I expanded and studied her. Her name is Sarah Stack. I want to get her book. I'm actually going to order her book, but this is from an article that you saw online. Let me tell you a little bit about her, because I think she's someone that you guys want to look into as well. She's a photographer, an archive investigator based in the East Coast in New York. Uh, Her work looks at places whose borders were created during periods of colonization. So she spent a lot of time in community over the course of months or years. She explores intersection of culture and memory and the way relationships land and its boundaries and how it shapes identity. Primarily, we took her work called Photos Day or Night, the archive of Hugh Magnum. Actually, it's not Magnum, it's Mangum, M-A-N-G-U-M. Mangum, yes. I'd love to talk about him because his work is phenomenal. Like I looked at his photography and the pictures and, you know, there's that saying. A picture tells a thousand words. Thank you. A picture tells a thousand words and his really do. I want you, Corey, to give us the background because his pictures were primarily taken during Jim Crow laws. Oh, yeah. Jim Crow. So a lot of people don't know this about our history. There were laws that were put in place state and local enforcing segregation. And when you do that, you pretty much divide the society. I want to say in two, because you create this black culture and then you create a white culture. Mm -hmm. And so if you're black, you automatically feel like you're being held back, you're being held down, and you're having to obey these laws that don't make sense. You couldn't even do simple things like spit on the ground. You would be arrested. If you were out past a certain time of night, you would be arrested. Wow. Just for simply being black and being out or being black and spitting on the ground. 
you can just see how that would empower some people and remove all kind of integrity and personal confidence in yourself if you're in that time and in that situation. So I I wanted to break that down. And if you get a chance, take a look at what Jim Crow laws are, how they were implemented, what year they started, because I believe that um, they were enforced until 1965. It just really took a toll on the face of those communities that those laws were implemented. Right. And that was primarily in the South. Yes. And they declared these laws separate but equal. Separate but equal. Yes. Which is ironic in itself. It's a contradiction in itself. Absolutely. Right. So during this time, there's a photographer named Hugh Mangum, M-A-N-G-U-M. He's primarily focused in North Carolina and the Virginias. And if you look at his pictures, guys, it's not like pictures that we typically are used to seeing from this time. I'm going to be honest. When I've seen pictures of black people during the older times, and even white people actually, very solemn, very no affect kind of looks on their photos, right? Corey, do you agree? Absolutely. So here's this guy. And I want to back up, though. I'm sorry. In North Carolina, there was a lot of black owned businesses. Let's talk about that because I want to do a side note. I shop on Etsy a lot. During Black History Month, they have a section where it's Black-owned businesses and supporting them. Yes. So Black-owned businesses in North Carolina consisted of things like furniture shops, cigar and tobacco factories, textile and lumber mills. They had brickyards, barbershops, right? We know about barbershops, churches, schools, library, and even hospitals were black owned in that area. Yes. And so here you have a people who are dealing with the Jim Crow laws and still wanting to remain relevant and be a community and a black agency, very independent and still a very vital community. So when you see his pictures, he doesn't discriminate. And they're very playful portraits. So you see the poses with people smiling, putting their hands up in the air, tilting their face to the side and really playful kind of looks. And actually smiling and interacting with the photographer. And what I love is that he used what they called a penny picture camera. And so I'm going to try to explain this as a non-photographer. Basically, you had all the negatives he took on a single glass plate. So what that means, Corey, is if I was a photographer, I took a picture of you and your family and then another uh, family, it would all still land on the same negative. Yes. So it tells his story of the pictures that he took for that day, who his clients were, who his sitters were. You see all of this and it captures The message of that in his mind, there was no segregation, no rules, no boundaries. Yeah. And he loved people. He genuinely liked them. Yeah. He was a business owner and had to do what he had to do, but he treated them equally. And you could just see that in his work. An interesting thing, too, about photos is this, is that, of course, he didn't use his pictures as political. But later on, these pictures are used to visually create and celebrate black identity. The community uses his pictures to engage power in the photography to challenge these racist ideas, to bring light to who truly the black community was back then. And when I seen these pictures and this article, I truly felt like they brought light to a situation that a lot of people weren't aware of, which brings me to another point. It's just a feel good moment. It's a feel good moment Mm. to see black, white and other nationalities being photographed in a very light manner by someone who just didn't have that 
ideology of Jim Crow and trying to push the bounds of how to make the future look better. Right. You know, I didn't read this and I can't wait to get Sarah Stack's book, but I'm wondering if Mangum experienced retaliation or hatred or bitterness from the white community for the work he was doing. I'm sure there was some pushback. Uh, No one got away with doing what they wanted to do in those days, just as they don't anymore today. I mean, if you do something to offend someone today or maybe even cross them, People have a way of, you know, letting you know, lashing out at you, saying things on your social media and even taking it further. So I'm sure he had some form of pushback with what he was doing. Right. You know, on his own time, it even says that when he wasn't working, he took pictures of his family. And so imagine the richness in that history, because his pictures that he took now are with his granddaughter or his great grandchildren. I can't remember. And so they have a true archive of who their grandfather was and what he did. Amazing. Yeah. So it just really speaks to what photos am I taking and what are they going to tell my grandchildren and my great grandchildren? I think we're going to have generations from now, if we're still here, I think we're going to have a very intense collective of photographs because we are in the age of taking pictures and posting everything. And so if there's a way to hold on to these digital images, I think people will be amazed at how many photos and what kind of photos we were actually taking during this period. Right. Corey, as I was studying this stuff and preparing for today's podcast, I went through some pictures on my camera. Two things that stuck out to me is number one, if I were to lose or we were to lose access to digital pictures, what do we have as a backup to them? I don't know why I was thinking that. So I just started printing some pictures that were important to me. I've actually started to include them in my journaling. So when I am not here and my family and the generations to follow see my journals, they have the pictures to go with it. And to even enforce that a little bit more, I don't know if people are aware of this, but there's a company called Mixed Tiles and we've invested into those and that's a, a yes. way to get your pictures printed and put on a special kind of uh, backing so that you can hold on to them for quite some time. Yeah, I love that product. In fact, we're going to have a video on that. And I want to take a pause here because speaking of videos, Corey, last episode, we shared what you and I like to do as a couple and our passions. Yes. We talked about business and just creating things and taking the leap of faith and seeing where it lands or where it goes. You know, we talk about Jen the Builder, take the elevator. There's actually a bigger corporation behind it, if you will. A bigger machine driving. Yeah. And what's the machine? The machine is the Genco Sound Company. Yeah. So Genco, G-E-N-K-O, one word. Yes. And of course, that's Genevieve and Corey together. I love our slogan, if you will, or a motto. And it's just simply, let's make noise. Let's make some noise. Let's make some noise. And that noise can be by way of music production. And so that's one leg of the Genco Sound Company. We've got a podcast production, which is totally outside of Take the Elevator, We would love to partner with people in their messaging and see what that looks like in a podcast. I mean, then we go into things like live bands and then last but not least, just people production and creative concepts and the development of that. 
Sounds like a lot, but not really. It's all in the creativity arena. It's all in the same vein. And once you start doing one, you're kind of already operating in another one. I mean, I think the furthest one out of my scope is or out of my spectrum would be the people portion. But being around you and learning from what you do, I'm drawn into that just as much as I am everything else. And you're great with people. You have such a wisdom and insight. Now, I want to go back. And sorry, guys. Yeah, we jump around like this a little bit because we're so excited and we want to share all of this information with you. But back to Mangum, his pictures, some of them, Corey, on the negatives that we talked about for his penny picture camera. And remember, we talked about their negatives and everything's on one slide. The beautiful thing is some of these negatives were double exposed. So the way these photos are being used now, when they're double exposed and if he's taking pictures of someone white and then his next session is someone black, what happens is they've crossed over. So now it looks oh, like, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I was waiting for you to explain what the double exposed is or exposure is because I, I wasn't clear on that at first. Yeah, isn't that neat? So now his pictures show black and white people during that time in a picture together. I just really hope that because again, my biggest fear is that we haven't evolved enough yet mm. to accept all of these things that are now in our possession And so in telling these stories, I'm always just a little hesitant because I'm worried. Maybe everyone is not as evolved as we are. And so I'm hoping we finally cross that boundary of evolution to accept that these things happened. They're happening now Mm -hmm. and that they're not as bad or they're not bad at all. And so I'm glad we're able to put this out. I'm glad we're able to talk about this kind of thing. Me too. Earlier, I had shared, you know, I was going through my camera and my photos Mm -hmm. and studying Sarah Stack and Hugh Mangum. I looked at my pictures and just a few months ago, Corey, there were the pictures that we took in Rancho right there on Foothill and Day Creek. And there were people gathered. And this was during the time when all that stuff happened. It was George Floyd's death that caused all this mayhem. Yeah. And so we captured that in a photo. We did. And they were angry people, but it wasn't violent. And they were using their voices. Yeah. And they were making noise in a very positive way. And big props to the IE for not going into the craziness. And and I don't know if it was the entire IE, but where we were in Mm -hmm. the the Rancho Cucamonga area, there was no violence and no, you know, crazy breaking, tearing up stuff. Yeah, major props to our community and the people in charge of keeping us safe. Big props to them, too. I never would discredit law enforcement or that arena of people that come to our aid when we need them. That's including the first responders in medical or fire. We need those people. We don't need them to be bad people. We don't need them to hurt people, but we need them when they're acting in their capacity. Right. So my takeaway from going through my pictures was just what do these photos say? What story are they telling? And I just lingered on those pictures and stayed in that story. And there's a lot to learn from these stories. There's a lot to learn from those stories. And I wanted to say this before we get out of here. I'll just tell you what I like to do. I like to watch you look at my pictures and I like to look at your pictures because we've captured different things at different times Uh, and different things at the same time. 
And so when we're able to go through each other's pictures, it's like, oh, wow, you got that. Send that one to me. And you, right. then you're the same <laughs> way. So I really enjoy that aspect. And I've gotten better with taking photos of moments and capturing mm-hmm. the good stuff, you know, opposed to just saying, oh, what's a birthday? Oh, it's a um, anniversary or a wedding. I'm just pulling out the phone and taking some snapshots now. I'm like, oh. I took a picture of that. That's great. And I'm also doing more selfie, but not of me, but like doing screenshots and the atmosphere that I'm in. And I guess some pictures of me just to, you know, let you know that I was in that moment and you can enjoy this as well. Absolutely. So let's continue to share these stories and share our photos. Yeah. Hey, guys. Share a photo with us. On our IG account, we'd love to see those pictures. And I've been looking at the National Wear Red Day pictures. And those have been amazing, seeing women in red supporting the increase of cardiovascular disease as a killer amongst women and trying to turn that around. Yeah. Every day. It is time for the PS uh, on this card or this podcast session that we've sent to you, our friends today. I had a good feeling about the story that was told. I felt like we were able to engage with Sarah and Mangum Mm. almost at the same time because she's writing the story, but he did the photos and you can kind of feel the connection between both of them. And so I just really hope that you get a chance you who are listening to uh, look at these people and, and feel the way we felt about it. Isn't that amazing? Two people, different times and connected. Yeah. We are going to connect to people even after our lifetime. We are. That's a great PS. Well, you know us that take the elevator. We say, look up and let's elevate. elevate. Every-